Latinos Out Loud podcast. Do we have a show? Do we have a yo? Do we have a show? We have a yo show. We got a show yo, and we're gonna show you this show yo. Do Yo. we have Froyo? Because I'm a fan of oh Froyo. I love Froyo. You don't understand. Every Thursday, it's Froyo Thursdays and then basketball with my kid. Every Thursday, Pinkberry in nice. his house. Pinkberry, Yo, I, I love, love you. I love their blue and orange outfits, man, going to the game. I'm like, yo, I love it, man. The I know. Ball- I just feel so bad that they have to see the Knicks play. Oh, yo, they, it's, the- it, I'm, 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 I'm a Knicks fan, but it's they're disappointing this year, so... You, you know would hope what? they would give some good product. You know, they would ha- they would have good games for the kids to watch, but they're, you know, they're not really that good this year. You know what I appreciate right. about the Knicks? I really appreciate the Knicks, honestly, because they teach my kids about disappointment. And that's actually... <laughs> <laughs> It's a really it's like you can valuable. Be a multi-millionaire. <laughs> you can you can be a multimillionaire and still be a failure. It's really valuable. No, true talk. It's it's really valuable. I also appreciate the Knicks because my son Donovan said to me verbatim the other day, "Hey, mom, do you know if you place any books after halftime with Caesar Sports Playbook, you can make double your money?" Verbatim, he said that to me. So I appreciate wow. those commercials airing during the Knicks game. And if you don't sense my sarcasm, then I don't know. You got to open your ears. I cannot believe now that, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but I don't want to digress too bad, too much. That Those commercials got to go. Hi, this is the Latinos <laughs> Out Loud podcast. We're consumer advocates here, right? And I don't think oh, yeah. those commercials belong in a game that kids are watching. But yes, the next team. And I totally don't bet on sports. So don't, but don't look at my bank statements, but you know. Yo, well, talk to my six-year-old because he knows all about FanDuel also. He also told me about like the betting procedures. FanDuel is the best though. They pay out pretty quick. Anyways, moving what, on. Jamie, um, is that how you funded your wedding? Are we going to talk about that? I mean, I make, when I bet, I make very, like, I make like $10 bets. You know, oh, I'm, I'm not a high roller. That's so Come on. cute. I, I'm just that's looking cute. for lunch money for the next day, you know? No. Uh, I don't know if we told everybody who we are, but I guess at this point you kind of figured it out. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Hi, I'm Rachel. <laughs> La loca! Hey, I'm Jamie. El loco! <laughs> Fernandez. <laughs> Fernandez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that too. Dime lo que lo que it's your homeboy from the Heights, Frank Spiracy Nicks. Dímelo, loco. Tranquilo. You know. I'm just glad that all of us are here because I wasn't sure uh, the way I recuperated this weekend. I wasn't sure if I was going to be here. It was tough. Well, you don't look recuperated. You look like you're just still recuperating. Thanks, Rachel. Frank. I appreciate it. And thank you, Concealer, for oh, not wait. working. Let me let me stop because this one is the Grammys one. Oh, yeah. shit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just Damn, until, but it was know, a good segue. Sorry. Yeah. No, I know. I know. But then it's like, then if I don't know how mixed, how can... We're going to go down yeah. that rabbit hole. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rabbit hole. Stop. I Thanks just, for stopping. I just Thanks didn't know if, if it was easier to stop. But yep, yep, yep. Maybe I should have stopped. So okay. can we just rewind and go back to um, how could we just, because everything in the beginning was fine, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, really you should like, say, I stopped you pretty early, so it's just a matter of. You know what? You jumping. should say, yo, this week was crazy, and I, it could be crazy because of the Grammys. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Award show, right? Oscars yeah. Or even, Grammys. you know, yeah. You can even reference, like, so, you know, uh, last week was crazy with the Chris Rock thing, but this week another award show happened, the Grammys. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, here we go. Well, guys, yes, we're here. Another crazy week. Another mm. award show to recap. Um, oh, yeah. I, I didn't get to catch the Grammys, um, but I'm hoping that we could talk about it. And I just have my first question to you guys that watched it was, was Will Smith there? Did anything go down? <laughs> Any slapstick records? He on the low. I don't think he's invited to any award show. Not even like the, the Kids' Choice Awards. I Imagine he slaps like a six-year-old. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Well, as long as he says, I'm sorry, apparently it's fine. The world forgives Will Smith for everything. Oh, man. I, I mean, I think they'll eventually forget. I think there's still, it's like 50-50. I think there's a bunch of people that, comedians definitely hating on him. But yeah, I and people talk there's, about there's... Jada, too. People people like spicy about Jada. With yo, she, all... she doing, she, yo, she doing some witchy stuff on him, I think, you know? She, she, doing, she doing her magic on him, man. I'm waiting for that Red Table talk. You know, they yeah, got to do ooh, it. There's going to be a lot of teas. You know, spilled there. Spilled, yeah. Hell yeah. So, anywho. But the Grammys, no. They didn't have anything as exciting as somebody getting bitch slapped on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. Yo, um, I heard it was one of the best Grammys in a while. A lot of I saw a lot of people saying it was, and I agree. You agree? Bruno Mars did his thing. Come on, Well, Nas. that's one of, like, I feel like every time I watch the Grammys now, it's like, who is this? Who is this artist? Or... Oh, this is this popular artist. Okay, can we? I'm tired of them. You know what I mean? All right, guys. A lot to talk about. A lot of awards being handed out here. We went from Oscar Slap Fest to the Grammys. Okay. Music's most popular night or something. I don't know. Maybe I just gave it a tagline. Um, But um, (laughs) it's a good tagline. It's catchy. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, Will Smith did not make an appearance. I don't think he's. I don't think he's allowed oh. in any uh, award shows from now on. Damn. Not even the Kids Choice Awards, because imagine, imagine he bitch slap a six year old on stage. You know, he probably get oh slimed God. for that. You know, at least. I don't Damn. even think that would be the end of Will Smith, though. You know, even if he slapped a kid, they'd be like, "All right, you know, we're gonna forgive him." He said he's sorry and he cried. They're gonna so. forgive him. Give him a chance. People gonna forgive him. They're yeah. gonna do a red table talk and. You know, he's going to cry again and Jada's going to be like, you know, she's going to be with her mom and her daughter, Willow, and they're going to just bochinche. They're going to do their own bochinche bites. You know, and people like that. They eat that up because it's like, you know, you're getting it straight from the source. You know what I mean? That's going to be spicy, man. That's going to be super duper spicy. Jamie, by the way, I heard him and Tom Cruise may get together to do the Top Gun movie. Well, they're already doing a Top Gun sequel that I already made. So they're going to do a a third one? No, no. I heard it might be Tom Cruise and Will Smith doing it. Whoa. Tandem and stuff. You know, remember it was Val Kilmore? It might be. I heard it might be Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. Tom Cruise is another so, guy because he's slapping somebody. Really? But he gets sensitive about Scientology. If somebody made a Scientology joke, he would he would like walk walk yeah, yeah, up on stage yeah, yeah. and then jump up to slap somebody because he's short. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jamie. Yo, 
What if he just has like go go gadget arms? He's like a good slapper, you know. Will Smith. Okay, we talk his shape, and then we'll get to the Grammys. He's a good slapper, guys. He got the full five finger discount on Chris Rock's face. If you ever, if you watch the slow mo, which I've watched seventy three times already, um, he really slaps the cheek off of Chris Rock. It's really sad, but Chris Rock stand up again like that totem pole from Brooklyn that he is. Just say, um, yeah. I mean, look, that's a nice slap. We, it's been that's a week a nice and slap. we're still talking about it, but you know, nothing that exciting happened in the Grammys, though. <laughs> that was like the slap. That was a slap we heard around the world. Yeah, I mean, um, oh, Frank, I like that. <laughs> wow, that's deep. So, di- so did you guys, you know, uh, watch the Grammys? Are you fans of any artists that were uh, that won last night? Because uh, I am a fan of uh, Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, his group. Ooh, they, they won yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah, of yeah, awards. Yeah. So from that, for that, um, keep the door open, which is you know. Uh, I heard he did his thing, uh, bro. I heard he did thing on the stage. Keep the door open. Uh, keep what is it? Yeah, keep the door open. Right. Um, that's a baby making song. You know what I'm saying? Aye, aye. But I don't like to keep the door open because you know, that's when you get unexpected guests come in and be like, "Mira." Jamie, what are you doing in there? Ma, you still have Damn. a key? <laughs> Why did I keep the Damn. door open? Damn you, Bloomer Mars, giving me bad advice. Yeah. Damn, you remind me of the time my mother walked in on me while I was with a chicken. Ooh, man, that happened to you, crib. Frank? What happened? Yeah, what happened? bro. My mother just came in and she didn't know I was in there with a girl and she turned on the lights and then she saw me. She was like, oh my God. And she just turned, on the, turned off the lights and she walked out. And to this day, she still reminds me of that shit. I'm like, yo, leave that shit alone, bro. Have you ever walked in so on... Uh, to, I walked wow. in on my parents doing it one time. Oh, me too. Like when I was like four It was five, in the dark. I just saw was, like middle-aged, two middle-aged shadows, like just moving really... <laughs> Yeah, this was a while back, obviously. But um, and then I just like walked away, and then they came out, and I thought they were gonna be like upset, like upset about it. But they were just—they thought it was funny, and I'm like, I need to take a walk. (laughs) I need need to like erase all my memories from the past like 15 minutes. Rachel, you ever walked in on your parents? Um, no, (laughs) I've never walked. I, you know, the worst I've ever walked in on was like my dad changing and I saw his butt. It was weird. Um, I think I've oh, talked shit. about that on this podcast a long time ago. <laughs> um, I had very vivid memories. It was very white. And I was like, I hid under the bed because I just, I didn't want to see anything else. So I hid under, I was real little. I hid under the bed until it was all over. And then the other thing I will say, which actually kind of traumatized me for life was, <laughs> Yo, you know the Dominicanas. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to stop laughing. Uh, my mom's going to kill me for this if she ever Uh-oh. hears this. <laughs> but you know the old school Dominicanas? He was like the Epa lady, Razor. You know, the Epa lady, yeah. those like mm-hmm. old school. I, I walked in on my mom like whacking the bush with the Epa lady. Oh, wow. And oh, I was really wow. like scarred. Like, wait, is that the right term? Like weed whacking the bush. I you guess. know, maybe not whacking okay, the bush. Okay, You know what Got I mean? It, like, yeah. Ca, ca, yeah. Like, Mowing the lawn. With the oh, Epa mowing lady. the lawn. Mowing, mowing the, the lawn. lawn. And that kind of scarred me. I was like, whoa, it gets that long? You know, like, I was very young, you know, with no hair probably at the time. So I was probably like, whoa, what is that? What happened down there? You know? uh, where are we going with this? Holy the Grammys? Oh, my God. I don't question. know. We could... 
<laughs> to answer your question, Jamie, okay, I love Doja Cat. Do you guys love Doja Cat? I love. Doja I, I, I have person. I, you know, I don't. I know some of her songs, so yeah, I like her, and I like you her as a personality. Like she's one of those. She's one of those like she'll wear like crazy shit to the award shows, you know, like um, yeah, you know, she'll create like really wild outfits. So, do a Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's she does some Gaga shit. Gaga doesn't do Gaga. Just she just hangs out with like old f- singers now, like Tony Bennett and Liza Minnelli. Like <laughs> those she, are her totally, yeah. <laughs> she just spent the summer in a nursing home and was it's like, so look, cool. I, I'm I'm hanging with the old people now. Fuck that. <laughs> That's true, bro. She's been like with Tony Bennett. What the? She hell? used to be fun. Now she's just kind of like, hey, where are right. uh, Is this the same? The same lady that showed up to the award show wearing a live steak, like a raw steak, and now she's playing pinochle with Tony Bennett and Liza. It's so crazy. Yeah, now she's eating uh, early dinners and shit. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, somebody, somebody so said that she's doing cute. that to make herself look younger. Like, because if you're, oh. if you're always near super old people, like that just makes you look more younger. And she does. It makes well. she looks like their daughter. Like, I think that's going to be a new thing. I think all these celebrities are just going to start hanging out with older people to look younger. Fuck Botox. You know, I, I can really relate here. I just want to say because I work out at a at the Y. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Y, the YMCA, WCA, whatever it's called, and the YMCA, but the YMCA, you know, it's very like Upper East Side Jewish and old. I work out with all the senior citizens during the day, early in the morning. And Hi, Rachel. Yeah, Hi, I, Rachel. I gotta say, I feel like. I feel like a spring chicken. I'm like walking around and I see them walking around the locker room and everything's hanging down. I'm like, oh, I thought my shit was starting to hang, but I see how low you hanging. Get low. Get low, get low, get low. From the windows to the walls. The tetas, how they fall. I'm like, wow. And and pero they they live in life. They're okay walking around like that. And I'm like, hey Agnes. Hey Edith. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, that's the same thing happens with like guys in the in the gym locker room, like the old guys. They just they just walk around with their penises out. They don't give a fuck. And uh, (laughs) it's just like, does your grandkids know that you're like inches? Your penis is inches away from uh, a scared Puerto Rican uh, guy, because that's usually I'm like, what the hell? Why is this? What? You know, this was before six feet apart. But back in the day, it was like six inches apart. Like, you know. Um, Do you ever look and think like that's you in the future? Do you ever think that? Or is that just me? I don't want to look too hard. No? I okay. mean, it's not like I'm, mean, look, I'm, not, I'm, not, look I'm not looking at anything like hard, but I don't want to look too hard. By. You're the one talking about it. You're the one that's talking about it. You know, well, I, I'm just like. There are these women, I got to shout out the viejas though. Like there are these women that I do see in the sauna and the steam room. They're looking good. They're looking good. Doing you could tell they do when they think. I'm like, yes, I want to look like that when I'm 80. For sure. The, the, I think the, you're looking uh, great, the, sister. The best in shape old men are unfortunately the, the hairiest. So like you can't mm, even see their abs because they just got, it's covered in hair. They fucking they yeah. look like Chewbacca, you know what I mean? But like it's like, oh, for, for an old for an elderly person, this dude is in shape. Got you know, he got uh he could he could F someone up. But um yeah, I it, it's gross. Anyway, back to the Grammys. Um right. Yeah, yo. Okay, some artists Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar oh, won uh, uh, a big song winner with another Nas, artist. Nas performed. Nasty Nas performed. You still call him Nasty Nas? 
Nah, you know, <laughs> nasty Nas. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, right. I don't think he didn't call him okay, that. Sorry, okay. Nas. Nas. He's from Queens. Very close to you, uh, Rachel, Brooklyn. Yo, I know. I rep for Nas. Nas is, you know, Nas is a dope MC. He's a really skilled rapper. Um, one of the top Ilmatic. 10 of all time. Yep, one, of the dope, one of the dopest yeah. lyricists of all time. And uh, one, mm-hmm. of our, one of the most famous Met fans. Gotta give him props. Oh, yo. Also, one of my favorite movies is Belly. Just have to shout Belly out real quick. Oh, man, me too. Oh, but he yeah. wasn't, he wasn't a good actor in that shit, though. Nah, nah, he did, yeah. He, that was his only time acting, by the like, way. He looked like he was reading, he looked like he was reading cue cards and like he couldn't read and he couldn't read. <laughs> That's I true. loved his Back to Africa character. I was like, I want to go to Africa with Nas because of this film. Yo, we going back to Africa, man. I wanted to be T-Boz so badly in the film. I was like, oh my God, she's so lucky. Nas was, he was yeah. high at like every scene, like you could tell. That's true. You know? His acting coach probably was just like, all right, look, just try not to smoke That's before it. the scene. That's all I can tell you. Um, and you'll be better. Um, I found out last night, Olivia Rodrigo, she's kind of like the new, hot new, hot new artist. Um, I always thought she was Latina, but you know, mm. Rodrigo, but she's actually um, half Filipina. Um, she's half Filipino, she's Filipino American and her um, also German and Irish. Oh, but I always thought, like, oh, Rodrigo, I, you know, like, oh, what's up? You know, you think you should probably uh, make, you go first. The first thing you go is Mexican, right? You're like Mexico, right. Mexicana, right. but no. So. I many Filipinos have, uh, you know, uh, Spanish last names. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Filipinos are, are, you know, pretty much as close to Latinos as you can get. Um, right. But that's um, but they did also they had an artist. Uh, oh, they had. Um, they had this. they had like a boy band. There was like a boy band that I saw. They were dope. They were dancing. They did this number. Young kids. They reminded me like insane. Oh, BTS. New kids on BTS. the block. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. K-pop. K-pop is 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 taking over, man. And there's like twenty oh of them. Goodness. I wonder like when they get paid, like, <laughs> like, like how do you split <laughs> that check? You know what I mean? Like it's probably like, so, you know, at a certain point, it's like maybe I, maybe our group shouldn't be like eight people deep. You know, and how many of them are they? There's a lot of them. They were just Menudo. Took over. Now that Menudo used to be five, right? Menudo used to be. F- I think Menudo was five. Yeah. Five at the beginning. Was it four? I don't want to show my age. Five. So I don't know. Yeah, it was five. <laughs> Menudo, at the Menudo who? Menudo who? Huh. Um. Yeah. No. Um. And who's the who's the Menudo's popular the who's the popular um the, um like reggaeton guy now? Uh, uh, oh, there's so many. La, la, you got Faru, you. Uh, Maluna, Maluma, oh, Maluma oh. performed. Maluma, and he's doing oh, his shit. thing, and and um, so yeah, and definitely you can see the crowd, like all the white people trying to like trying to like move, you know, dance in their seats and shit. Like, how yeah. do I dance this again? Is this the forbidden dance? Ooh. Um, yeah. but uh. <laughs> The forbidden dance. Um, oh I love God. it. What? I love the what forbidden dance. Lambada. I forgot. Lambada. Lambada. Oh my God! No, Lombada. you didn't. White people That's love showing that our shit. age for sure. The white people love that I don't even shit. know how to do the lambada. <laughs> Every white Yo, wedding plays that. Um, we gotta shout out some of these Latino winners too. Latin pop album Alex Cuba. Ooh. That's awesome. Ruben Blades won an award oh, too. Oh man. 
That's Mr. awesome. Blades. There's Mr. some Blades. Latin um, categories there, right? Um, and then Jasmine Sullivan. You guys, don't you love Jasmine Sullivan? She won R&B performance. Singer. She's not Latina, but I'm just saying. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Tropical Latin Album went to Ruben Blades and the Roberto Delgado um, Orquesta. And um, controversially, um, best comedy album uh, was won by Louis C.K. Mm. Mm. So another Latino. Yeah, he still, he still got, he still, he still. Hot nah, I mean, a lot of people ain't happy about it, but I guess the gra- the the Grammy damn, committee is they, uh, very forgiving. They still thing. trying to cancel. Shit, man, that was like two or three years ago, right? Uh, eh, yeah, like three years ago, I would say. I would say. Damn. Um, and so they want to destroy him. A lot of so I don't know the Grammys. I didn't even know he had a comedy album. So. Um, the Cramity, the you know maybe if Will Smith now does a <laughs> does an album next year, the Grammys might nominate him. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Look at that. And yo, shout out to what? Juanes who won Latin Rock um, or alternative uh, album. Juanes still doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Love Juanes. And then, yeah. oh, I saw this feature here on a local news station, New York One. They shouted out one of the Grammy nominees. His name was Carlos Enriquez, and he's from the Boogie Down Bronx. And he, yeah, yo. His album called The South Bronx Story was nominated for Best Latin Jazz Album. So he went out to the Grammys, and he was so darn adorable talking about his music and his spirit and his hope to win. Um, he did not win, but he also spoke about the strength of being nominated, and that is so huge. So shout out to the Boogie Down Bronx and to Carlos wow. Enriquez of The South Bronx Story. Check out his music. And the winner in that category was Chic Correa, Chucho Valdez, and Elian Elias for their album Mirror Mirror. But a lot of great nominees in that category too. Arturo O'Farrell is a great Latin jazz icon in the space. Um, Luis Perdomo, you know that name. So there, there's a lot to be celebrated here. Shout out to the Grammys for elevating Latinos and giving us these categories. No doubt. Where, where, was it in LA this year or New York? Vegas. 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 Ah, okay. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Some good after parties afterwards, I could imagine. Wow. Oh, yeah. Musicians, know how, to, parties, musicians yeah. know how to party, definitely. Yeah, but Vegas is, everything is right there. So the after parties are like off the hook. They're better, I mean, to me, they're better than LA or New York. Oh, I think Lady Gaga, though, went to sleep probably early. Um, yeah, <laughs> or she was a Tony Bennett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she took Tony back to the uh, nursing home. So, um, okay, that was, you know. You know, great recap from uh, Rachel, just, you know, letting everybody know all the Latino winners. And I think um, uh, until next year, until next year, who do who do we have on this on today's show, though? Well, speaking of winners, Jamie, okay, maybe not a Latin Grammy winner, but this guest is actually killing it right now in the space. I had the pleasure of interviewing Al Madrigal, comedian, Mm. producer, actor. He's starring in the new film Morbius. He's so funny. Uh. He also rose to fame as a correspondent for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, you guys. And he's co-starred in so many 
comedy TV shows. He started a freaking comedy podcast network, you know, mm. and it housed some really great shows like that of the late, great Bob Saget. So check out mm. All Things Comedy, which is his network. And now he's starring alongside Jared Leto in the new film Morbius, the new Sony Spider-Man universe film. Um wow. Yeah, so it was really interesting talking to Al, you guys. He is a proud Latino. He talked about some of the other Latinos on set, like the director, mm. Daniel Espinosa. Mm. And yeah. yeah, yo, we outside, as the kids say. Yeah. We, we That's a big movie. Afuera. A Latino that, wow, wow, I'm shocked. Right? Yeah, this is a, a good get, a good get for a guest. He's been in the game for a while. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to hearing your interview with him, Rachel. Thanks, guys. Well, with no further ado, why don't we just get right to it? What do you say? All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. Let's do this. So, Al, I'm in New York City, repping the Upper East Side right now, but don't get it twisted. I'm from Brooklyn, okay? And can I ask you, where are you? Is that a real bookshelf behind you? Or is that some sort of filter or a fake backdrop? That'd be super cool. If, were, if I even knew how to use a filter, that would be amazing. <laughs> like, I don't know what happens in life where like technology just passes you by at an instant. Because I tried to get off Instagram. And then I went back on Instagram. And I was like, when did they change it? Like, I don't understand. Even <laughs> I, like, I have to get my 16-year-old to help me out. And uh, it's embarrassing, but it just happens. You hit a certain age and then it's it's gone. So if there was a filter that looked like this, then I, I wouldn't know how to use it. I promise. Uh, like, there's no way. But this is all real, real books. Yep. Yeah, you never know because, look, God bless. My mom is 70-something, Dominicana from New York, and she knows how to FaceTime. She knows how to me time, you time, Facebook, all of that, WhatsApp. I'm like, you're on WhatsApp, mom? Like, what's up with that? Like, it's really, look, this is not about me. I just want to say thank you for giving us the time here at the Latinos Out Loud podcast. We're so proud of you. You're killing it. I mean, stand up, Morbius. There's so much to talk about. We've only got probably another 21 minutes or so but let me tell you a little bit about the podcast we move latinos forward while making them laugh we are two sketch comedians and a conspiracy theorist so imagínate i'm repping for the three co-hosts today rachel la loca i have a background in sketch comedy i'm also a writer producer i'm out here on the grind grinding uh and i, I just want to respect your trajectory and i really want to just you know give you your flores i'm going to give you your flowers through the Zoom I appreciate here. it. Yeah. I want to hear about Morbius. I want to hear about Agent Rodriguez. First of all, we love an Agent Rodriguez in a Sony Marvel film. Hello. Hola. Tell us about that. I just put out something on Instagram yesterday with a picture of uh, Adria, Daniel, the director, and myself on set. And we knew how special it was. And props to the people at Sony and the Morbius producers for making this happen. Because, um, you know, you don't see Latino superheroes to the point where I went and created my own uh, comic book and superheroes because we're just, you know this better than anybody, we are just severely underrepresented in all forms of media and in all departments. So you're not seeing the actors, you're not seeing the directors, you're not seeing the producers, you're not seeing the casting directors and 
you know, you're, you're just, you're not seeing anybody at all levels, 18.7% of the population and only uh, 7% of the actors and, and directors and just across the board. So something needs to change. And um, it's just happening way too slow because you look at this Annenberg study year after year and it's just creeping slightly up, but just severely underrepresented. So we know how special this is. And, and so props to Sony for making this happen uh, because you have a director in Daniel Espinoza that did Safe House with Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds, which is a fantastic movie. And you have Adria that's just in everything. And then myself playing non-stereotypical characters. You know, like, like she is a scientist working with Dr. Morbius. And, and so, and, and I am this FBI agent partnered up with Simon Stroud, who uh, played by Tyrese Gibson. So you have a diversity that's representative of what you see in the street, which is, uh, is very important. And they're listening too. Like I remember being on set, we're filming this in London and they got extras. And for some of you know, like it, it trickle that just so happened that every single police officer extra was Caucasian, 100% of them. And I looked to the, uh, I go, guys, this is supposed to be set in New York City. And you right. just had 40 white cops show up. A bunch of constables. This is too constable heavy. This isn't going to work. <laughs> and they totally were like, oh, yeah, who? let's change that immediately. And so they, they talk like, they get it, but you can see just how it happens, you know, especially when you're you're filming in London. So anyway, I feel like we're in a movie where they're attuned to that and um, it's it's refreshing and hopefully more of it starts happening and we can get those numbers up. Well, congrats. It just really fills me with orgullo, pride to see the dream actually you know, uh, coming to fruition. We all dream about representation. We all dream, look, as a girl who watched Sex in the City back in the day and really didn't see the streets of New York City in that show, I'm like, uh-uh, perate, wait a minute. Where's my tia Clara carrying her laundry to the laundromat? Like, you know what I'm saying? So thank you for... Totally. <laughs> and, and again, the classic example is Friends. You know, it's like... También. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, you're in New York. And uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like so, yeah, we'll 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 hopefully get there. But yeah, you look up and and even amongst Latinos, like people don't recognize like how diverse you know everybody wants to. And this is like every single bit that I did on the Daily Show. So I'm sort of regurgitating old material, but it's it's really nothing has changed. Like in in terms of diversity amongst latinos they they try to lump us all together which that's a whole nother thing we should be cooperating way more than we are and you look at mexican americans for like 64 and a half percent of this latino population in the united states and then you know again it's just like it's it's crazy um that 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 we are such a diverse a population and just you know they they just can't figure out what to do with us and what to do with us is to put more executives in positions of power where they're the decision makers and they're the, the ones that we're pitching to like i can't tell you how many times i've been on pitches and it's been 100 percent white and it's like you're mm -hmm. you're it's 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 definitely an uphill battle but 
we're, you know, like thanks to you and the podcast and your efforts and the hustle and just we're, we're, we're getting there. You know, it's like you got to it's a fight for sure. Yeah, we're fighting the fight. We're doing what we can to move the needle, you know, even if it's one degree or 98 as the great group 98 degrees, you know, um, I would I really want to talk more about Agent Rodriguez. Sure. So could you tell us about his path? In the film, what can we expect on April 1st from Agent Rodriguez? We show up, I'm, I'm, you know, without giving too much away, you know, in that Sony Marvel universe, it's Simon Stroud, um, who is a character from the comic books and then in the Marvel universe and then myself, um, who's introduced to this group. So me and Tyrese show up and we're sort of tracking, you see in the previews, this is just like the thing we saw in San Francisco, which is a reference to the Venom movies, because that's where those were set with Tom Hardy. And so we're actually um, investigating the FBI unit in charge of investigating all of these supernatural superhero you know, criminals uh, that are uh, out and about. So uh, we're investigating. It's a little bit of like that. Um, if you want to borrow from the, uh, it's like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the uh, Sony uh, Marvel Universe. Wow. Okay. That's great. I'm trying to decode. I'm trying to like see, you know. Are you into all this stuff? Because. Uh... Yo, I have to be into all this stuff. I am into all this stuff. My family's into all this stuff. I have two young boys that are into all this stuff. I got to be up on the superheroes. So put me on. Help me figure this out. Okay. So, the, <laughs> and this ties into my next question. Is there talk of some more Latino superheroes? Heroes in the Marvel, or I shouldn't say some more, a Latino superhero in the Marvel universe. Let's discuss. Well, you have Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight, and that's coming out. Okay, okay. The Marvel universe, you just had, you know, the Eternals, which was very diverse. And so you had Salma Hayek in the Eternals, and you have um, Oscar Isaac playing Moon Knight. And so, again, we're, we're, we're sort of getting there, but uh, when you look at 18 and a, you know, 0.7% of the United States population. We're certainly not 18.7% of the, uh, the superheroes. So we'll, we'll get there. You know, again, you just want to see a reflection of what is you're seeing out in the streets and in the United States. You know, you want uh, little kids growing up to know that they matter by seeing themselves on the front pages of, you know, in the covers of comic books. And then therefore those, uh, you know, Comics you want to see these movies are so popular. Yeah. You want to be able to see them on screen. So you look at Shang-Chi, you know, which is very uh, an amazing movie. It starred my buddy Ronnie Chang uh, from The Daily Show. And then, and Aquafina, who was incredible. And then you see Woo-woo. the success there. Um, and, and hopefully we'll eventually um, see the Latinos, uh, Latin A, Latinx, uh, I'll say it all, Latinas will be on... It's a long list. If you're going to say all of them, we're going to be here for 15 more minutes. But go ahead. Give them the list. Yeah, whatever you want. To do. <laughs> um, yeah. We're all inclusive here. Yes, yes. Same. So if, you know, eventually we'll get there. But I, again, bringing it back to Morbius and Agent Rodriguez, you know, here you have a guy that is from Mexican, you know, American descent investigating, you know, these crimes. And it's not you know, this big over the, you know, whatever, you know, you're typically seeing in the past in these movies, you know, his identity is that 
He's an FBI agent in charge of investigating, you know, these uh, supernatural sort of events. And uh, that that's it. And that's what it needs to be. You know, like there's there's Latinos out there with, you know, amazing jobs. And we need to highlight some of those. Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. I want to know a little bit about your stand-up and if that has changed since you started. Because I feel like you're a different performer since when you started stand-up. I won't blow up how many years ago, but, you know, you've been at this for a while. I started stand-up, so I worked. I always wanted to do stand-up comedy. And this is good for your listeners to hear because I... Bring it! No, no, it's just like anything. If you got that thing nagging you that you you really feel like is your calling, go out and do it. Like, because it took me too long. I knew I... I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I love stand-up comedy. And this is a long answer to your, your question, but here we go. Perfect. I got yelled at when I told my dad I wanted to be a comic because I was supposed to take over this family business and it wasn't really considered a real job. And that brings us back to what we were talking about initially is like, if you don't see the successes, then it, it seems like this insurmountable, you know, uh, achievement to uh, he, you know, all parents want to see their kids be successful. So when you're not seeing, you know, too many, it's only George Lopez and mm-hmm. uh, Paul Rodriguez at the time, you know, and, and he's probably, at, you know, when I'm starting this, not even aware of them, maybe just George. And so why are you going to let your kid do something that they, you haven't seen other people be successful at? So I got yelled at, I stayed in the family business until 1998 and then things just sort of took off because uh, I got cast in a TV show and then I started acting. Um, So 20 years of standup and I love going all all over the country um, and traveling and daily show was amazing because that put a lot of butts in seats and um, it was cool, but I realized when I was developing TV shows and I was talking to people at CBS who have been so nice to me and give me so many opportunities, like I have an overall for writing at CBS because I asked to match up with a Latino showrunner and they said there aren't any. Aye. That could be you. And so I sacrificed my sort of uh, dream of being just a, a stand-up comedian to transition to more of show running, writing episodic TV, creating shows. So now I, um, you know, I wrote Primos, which is this comic book. And then I'm also acting, which is, you know, May, I'm so happy for this movie to finally come out. And then I'm also a business owner. I own All Things Comedy, the podcast network. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I hope we have time. That is a big question on my question list. Please continue. And I've got the uh, CBS overall just to try. And everything I write has 100% Latino, Latina, Latinx, Latina characters um, in the mix. And again, we were talking about that diversity. So I've got really a diverse mix. There is... You know, that, you know, I've, I'm, I'm just taking out a big Puerto Rican drama uh, set in Puerto Rico with an all Puerto Rican um, like uh, producers and writers and really want to find that perfect Puerto Rican director. So um, and it'll be an all Puerto Rican cast. Uepa. So I've got um, I, I'm really trying to, you know, shift from stand up. But stand-up opened all those doors. Stand-up let me in the door. And then when you have, again, that thing nagging you, 
then it's going to open up all of these other opportunities and you just got to sort of be ready to transition. So that's what I did. I love it. Thank you. That's so inspiring. Al, what was the family business that you had to be a part of that you left? It was staffing, which is, uh, uh, it's so boring. I was miserable doing it. And it's not, you know, again, you just sort of take these jobs because you need the money and my parents needed me. I'm the eldest son, but it was staffing. I was hiring and firing people. Oh, and I was, them. You know, we, we had, a, I had to fire a ton of people. And I was just miserable doing it. Uh, so again, I found myself just so unhappy. And then when you start doing stand-up and doing something you love, just everything takes off. I always love acting. I love comedic actors. Um, and then, you know, it all comes together in, this movie because stand-up prepared me for, you know, when you're a stand-up or you're a sketch comedy performer, I'm not sure if you guys have ever done any improv, mm-hmm. you know, you need to be quick on your feet. I get to set the first day and Daniel Espinosa, he goes, so funny. He goes, okay, pulls me aside. And he goes, you're my baby bird. When I tell you, you can fly, you can fly. And so <laughs> that meant that I was free to improvise. So um, he did, and that's every comic actor's dream. So all those years in the clubs, all the years I spent replying to somebody shouting out and the hecklers and everything like that has me quick on my feet. So I'm able Mm -hmm. to improvise lines inside of Morbius. Yeah, no, and, and, and with a director that understands that I'm capable of doing that. So it was, you know, again, all those years in stand-up prepared me for, you know, thinking quick and, you know, sharpening my wit to be able to handle a situation like this and be unfazed. So, and and really even before that, firing people prepared (laughs) me for stand-up because I, like... I've been in so many stressful situations, walking up and trying to make a group of people laugh was really no big deal. Yo, I just think that all those people that you fire when they see Morbius, they're going to be like, yo, that's the guy that threw my stress ball and the stapler out the door. It was like, yo, you fired. Don't ever come back here again. Yo, but now he's a star. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I hate him. I don't know why I don't like this, but I don't like Yeah, I had that happen yeah. in stand-up. I was doing stand-up comedy and the world started to collide and I looked down in the audience and there were three different people I had fired. Ruh, roh. It was crazy. Whipping tomatoes out of their jacket <laughs> yeah, pocket, yeah. throwing them in the air one by yeah. one. <laughs> okay, I know you got a lot of people to talk to today, but I, I'd i be like a, a bad podcaster if I didn't ask you about all things comedy. This is a podcast network that you started with the incredibly funny Bill Burr. Please tell us what in the hell made you start this. You have so many great shows on there. Guys, Alonzo Bowden's podcast, the Comedy Store podcast, Wrestle Roast's podcast. This is my favorite name. Puck off. That's like the best. That's a hockey podcast. We have 60 podcasts. And um, the dollop is huge. But uh, Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee. Uh, we have Bill's podcast. Like, so it's a Chad goes, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, we just launched a new one called Trailer Park Diaries. And so it's, um, we did this for all the reasons that we've been talking about today. It's we wanted to take control of our situation and comedians, comic actors have so much content to offer. Why shouldn't we be the ones distributing it and producing it? So with my business background and all those years I spent 
um, you know, working and helping other people staff and start their own businesses, it was easy for me to start my own. So anyway, we did it. And we started in 2012. And then we actually, um, you know, that's crazy to think it's been 10 years, but we are the world's largest comedy podcast network. We are uh, continually ranked amongst the top 10 in U.S. audience, and um, we're, we're doing a lot of exciting stuff. We're making three movies this year. Wow. Yeah, we just sold a TV show. Uh, we've produced documentaries. We did the Patrice O'Neill documentary for Paramount. Um, we are just continuing to make stuff and get more opportunities. So um, Bill is shooting his movie right now, So and he's actually that he wrote and directed. And we will just continue to give comedians more of an opportunity to own their own content. Like when you make one of these podcasts, you know, you got people when you become successful, you know, the advertising and the commissions are just out of control. You got a lot of people trying to take 50% commission. And yeah. when have you, I, I used to staff, when do you, when do you hear about anybody taking a 50% commission? That's crazy. Unheard of. Yes. Unheard of. So 6%, um, 10%. Like, uh, and, and, you know, again, uh, but, you know, it's at least an 80-20 split or something like that. But it's, uh, people are trying to take 50 and more. So we decided I, to take control of that. Abusadores. Listen, Al Madrigal, I know that there's probably a lot of Al Madrigals on the come up listening to our podcast, okay? Our podcast, I, I cannot tell you how many listeners have reached out. They'd be like, yo, but I didn't know we could like do that on set. I didn't know they let Ricans in the building to do this. Or I didn't know I could be a half Latina, half Italian and, and, you know, represent for being Latino and change my course of direction in school to do what Al Madrigal is doing. You know what I'm saying? But I want to take this next opportunity Opportunity, this next Q&A for you to drop some advice. People want to hear advice from you. I want to hear advice from you. I would love if we could take this moment for you to tell all those owls, little alcitos on the come up, the ones that are in school now or the ones that have their degree, but, you know, not in what they really want to do, which is maybe write and direct. But what is some advice that you have for them? Maybe how to maneuver, how to get to where you are or where you're going. Drop some advice. You want to make that transition from amateur to professional. And just like if you look at athletes and there's a great book and I'm borrowing uh, his words because Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art, really breaks all of this down. So buy that book immediately. Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. And it doesn't matter what you want to start. And he uses the example of it's a plumbing supply business. You got to go from amateur plumber to owning your own work, owning your own business. We have to go from amateur podcaster to professionally highly paid podcaster. You have to go from amateurs to open mic comedian to headliner. So how do you make that jump? And it's with a lot of work and a lot of encouragement, but it's where talent and hard work meet. Like if you got all the talent, you don't do any of the work, you might get lucky and somebody might find you, but no one's going to hand this to you. So you have to go out and take it. And that means rolling up your sleeves and everybody's going to have those gigs. Everyone's going to have their staffing business, but you need to, or, or, you know, I was a bus boy. I did everything. I mowed lawns. I, I, I did everything you could possibly do to make money 
on the side, even when I was doing stand-up and had moved my family down to LA in lean years, I, I consulted for a dot-com company called comedy.com in 2000, you know, like I just like whatever it took. And so whatever it takes to get there, but I was working 70 hours a week um, and doing sketch comedy and stand-up and with a newborn all at the exact same time. And, you know, walking between comedy clubs every single night in San Francisco and all of that hard work pays off. So roll up your sleeves. No one's going to hand this to you and get to it and support other people doing the exact same thing. So, you know, don't be one of those people that kicks out the ladder and is like selfish because we're all these independent contractors. But when we team up, we're so powerful. Make some friends, go out there and get it and work together, collaborate and inspire each other and make sure you have a clear list of your goals and just go get it. And this goes for all the people like listening, even the people listening on the Zoom, like decide what you want and figure it out and then just make up your mind to go for it. And every single day is a a effort to make that that happen so it your dreams can all be realized you don't don't think they can't and don't let any negativity creep in and just go for it and you know again i i I didn't even know any of these opportunities existed when i started as a stand-up i never dreamt that i could even be an actor now i'm an actor in a a morbius movie like in a sony marvel movie that's insane Yeah. So, <laughs> again, it, uh, all of this, whatever you want to do can be realized and you can go get it. You know, my uh, my mom cleaned houses and now she owns seven houses like because she was. Uh, so, again, you know, my grandparents came to this country with nothing and mm-hmm. look where we are. And so it's just go, 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 go and help everybody out you can along the way. Don't be selfish about it. You can see him as Agent Rodriguez in Morbius in theaters on April 1st. One time for Al Madrigal, people! Yes! Gracias, señor. Y suelte. We're here cheering you on, okay? I appreciate it. It means so much. And keep up all the great work. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who made this possible, by the way. Thank you. Your team is solid. (laughs) Bye, Al. See ya. Wow. Okay, Rachel. Love it. That was intense. This guy really broke it down. Wow. (laughs) He's been through it in Hollywood, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think... He's doing it. He's doing it. And I think you see that a lot from, like, Latino celebrities we have on the on the podcast that they understand that we need more representation. So um, it's definitely interesting to hear it from a guy who's been in the game for for a good amount of time. Yeah, yo, I love hearing these stories. I also love hearing the plight, the perseverance. Everything he said was completely accurate. You know, you can't give up. We are growing in numbers. We over-index at the movie theaters. Let's fill the pipeline with those making the movies and being in the movies. Let's do what we can to really get represented out there. All of us can do something, whether it's continuing to buy tickets to see the movies or if it's creating your content and, again, aspiring to be the Al Madrigals and the Espinosas. Let's become directors Let's become the things that maybe our cultures taught us to not be or to not delve or dare to be. 
I don't know, guys. I'm feeling very inspired lately by all of our guests that are, like, again, breaking molds and, like, just right. unapologetically talking about it. And also talking about maybe disappointing their parents and grandparents. You know, yeah. we, we hear that a lot on this podcast, that it's like, oh, I had to tell them I wasn't going to be a lawyer. Oh, I had to tell them I wasn't going to business school. Or, oh, I went to business school, and right when I graduated, I changed my career. It's like, wow, what what cultural pressures are put on mm. us, these intergenerational pressures? You know what I'm saying? That's, that comes from lack of funds, I think, a lot of times. You know, we don't come from money, so our parents are thinking about just making money. But I think... And not following following our dreams, you I know? think um, I've seen, though, with the younger uh, entertainers, this new generation, their parents are more willing to be, like, stage moms, stage dads. Mm. They're, like, they're like always with their, their, their kid on set, and they're very much like, oh, there's a chance that... That um maybe this you know YouTube account is gonna blow my 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 kid up. So I think right. this new generation I know like is different, um, but their parents are a little bit different too because their parents are kind of like our age, you know, and they're maybe less they're less inclined to be like ah I'm not my kid I want you to be a doctor. Actor, tú no vas a ser ningún actor. Tú tienes que trabajar y ser dinero. Then they see like you know it's someone who's <laughs> making it on like Instagram, an like Instagram celebrity, like oh really. They make that much? Okay, let's go to an audition. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this, huh? Well, it sure is powerful nonetheless. And shout out to Al Madrigal again. Check him out in Morbius in movie theaters. And oh, hit him up on social. He's so funny. He's so fun. And he's representing for us out there. So follow him. Thanks, guys. Oh, that bet. was so great. Should yeah, I'm going to check it out on IMAX. IMAX this Ooh. week, I'm going to check it out on. Yeah. Hell, yeah, I'm going to smoke a blunt. Oh, we'll check it out on IMAX. You're the one who's smoking blunts in IMAX theater. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you find your spidey sense, right? Some that's people, uh, you know, some people smoke a fat one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What is it? Um, THX, but you smoking some THC. THC? Well, why don't we do some que lo que? Sure. Yeah, that okay. sounds good. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Vamos. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que, 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 que lo que. Un, dos, tres, meneate otra vez. Que lo que, 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 que lo que. Que lo que, que lo que, que lo que, que lo que, Jamie Frank. Dímelo. So let me start it off because, you know, like always, we got to give a massive shout out to Yero.com. The news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. After the slap her around the globe. Okay, they quoted you, Mm -hmm. Frank, already. Um, People Mm kind of forgot about the major Latino moments of this year's Oscars. I agree because last last episode, we had to talk about the Chris Rock stuff before we got to the West, you know, um, you know, the West Side Story, uh, you know, Oscar, you know, Best Supporting Actress and all that stuff. So. Um, but Yero didn't. Yero didn't. So go to Yero.com mm. to check them out and find out all about the major Latino moments that happened at this year's Oscars. A not Word. unslap. <laughs> it's the Oscars version <laughs> with the version? no slap news, okay? <laughs> um, no slap news. <laughs> we don't want no slaps. And um Jay Ferns Instagram, Jay underscore Ferns Twitter. That's all for me for this week. Frank Nibs. 
right. What you got? I'm going to give a shout out to the Aloeros for, right. you know, sticking with us, man, giving us love, man. I want to give a shout out to all those people listening out there all the time. I always think about you guys. I always say, damn, who's listening to me? Like, really? Um, so, you know what? Write to us. Call us. DM us. Email us. Because Rachel, me, and Jamie love when we get feedback. Yeah. So, I would love to hear your feedback all the time. And just mad love to you guys always. And thank you for always lending your ear to us. Thank you. I... Be gentle, though. <laughs> um, well that's super dope Frank I love the LOLeros I'm very appreciative of them you know stay tuned to our Instagram a lot pops off right on our Instagram so follow us at oh, yeah. we are Latinos out loud um, I have a few shout outs okay so I hit up this event um, a few weeks ago, it was called March Madness, and it was a 420 event in Brooklyn. Mm, Yo, yeah. it was crazy. I got a shout yeah. out, Seek, Seek underscore baby. Oh, that guy is, he's, cr that dude is nuts, bro. <laughs> he's that crazy. dude is crazy. <laughs> Yo, I follow him. That dude is nuts. He's like in every weed party. He's like yep. rapping like. I like at a hundred percent. Like I give that dude mad credit. He's on the hustle all the time. He is so much fun. He is sick baby. <laughs> he got some bad babies around him all the time too. He got some nice chicks around. Bad him. babies. <laughs> gotta give it to. <laughs> Yo, I just gotta shout out the event that he invited me to. So seek underscore baby, aka the ugliest in Queens. I love it. He's really not ugly at all. I just you know. Um, but I want to shout out some of the vendors that he had that hooked me. Oh, you guys. I see. So, yo, uh, I'm going to tell you what I... Was that the edible you gave me when I went to your crib no. the other day? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay, yes, that's, it was. Why, that's why I was spinning down in the village. Okay. Yo, I'm glad you were spinning because I want to <laughs> shout that vendor out specifically. They are Fried New York City. Don't you love the name? Fried. <laughs> so on Instagram, they're at Fried, F-R-I-E-D, NYC or fried underscore new underscore York. They have two pages, but they make these cookies homemade. They make like the fried Oreos. They get you fried. Like it's so. Ugh. I had you gave me these, the peanut butter one. Ooh. They were peanut butter pretzel. How amazing. Oh, um, shit was and good. So you, I, you walk into this venue and there's like these vendors set up with like cannabis infused oils um, mm. and just like nice for cakes. chocolate. Yeah. You know, there's drinks, there's food. Um, so shout out to some of these vendors that were there. Fried NYC, Loud, Sloshies, um, the Canopy Shop. It was just really <laughs> cool. <Wow. laughs> it was great. Grind time. Um, yeah, uh, you got to check out all the stuff. Go to Seek's page. The vendors are there, and his March Madness was off the hook. And uh, yeah, yo, want to shout out everybody listening to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Give us a call, 978-LATINOS. Follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Follow me at Rachel La Loca. And thank you, everybody. Have a blessed rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time it is, wherever the hell you are. Thanks for checking us out. On that note, we out! Brrrah!